0: The author of the Book of Wisdom presents a disturbing and yet all too familiar conversation for us today. The author sets up a scene between the wicked and the just person, and the underlying question is, where is God? And its sequel, does God even care? Hearing these words in the season of creation raises an unsettling question. If God does not intervene to save God's beloved sons and daughters, could it be true that God will not protect the earth either? no matter how precious it is from the destructive effects of humanity's actions. But before we lose hope, in the face of what often seems to be insurmountable odds facing the health of our planet, we do know that God did indeed come to save the people of wisdom's time with that wonderful, divine, human friendship we call Covenant, perhaps its first word in the use of religious tradition. The problem was that the redeeming intervention of God was not always recognized by a human wisdom that was faithful and redemptive in return. The warnings of scientists and eco-prophets in our time challenge us over and over again to a new wisdom about our role in that covenant co-creating of a common home that will nurture and sustain God's vast and deserving family of humanity. Unlike the wicked of the first reading, we have no need to mock those who are just and justified in their predictions. The signs of devastation and potential destruction are so painfully obvious. But we might well ask, is God waiting then for us to be wiser more attentive, better stewards of God's beloved gift of creation. There's no doubt, in my mind, that God has continued to provide every opportunity and every desire to receive our wisdom in action. Will we rise to the occasion before it is too late? Or like the disciples in today's gospel account, are we busy about looking after our own self-interest when God, through Christ, is calling us to a very different mindfulness? mindfulness. It's not a difficult shift of thinking to see in the letter of James a warning about how destructive selfish patterns of ambition can not only threaten the harmony among people, as James pointed out, but could also bring about destructive patterns of behavior that wreak havoc on the environment. The author of this early Christian letter speaks of the evils and conflicts like war, as well as those that spring from a desire to covet possessions that create a terrible inequality among communities and create needless suffering. This is not old news. It is a very real and current reality. Pope Francis has spoken repeatedly about this precise issue of how economic systems contribute to the oppression of peoples and the inequitable hoarding of the earth's resources. But this does not need to be the way of life for those who care about the earth and its inhabitants. Once again, in the letter of James, In the Book of Wisdom, we hear that word, wisdom. The author urges us to have a wisdom that's pure, that's full of mercy and sincerity. So is this not the kind of wisdom we need when we take seriously the challenge that we face as a global community? This is the wisdom James would say, that regards all people as brothers and sisters. A wisdom that does not take others for granted or regard them as less deserving of the fruits of the earth. A wisdom that is rooted in the belief that the providence of God is not ours to own or to allot, according to our personal agendas. Pope Francis would refer to this wisdom that looks outward at the needs of the earth and its inhabitants as an echo spirituality one that is not self-centered. So Jesus rebukes the disciples for this very kind of thinking. He has invited them to walk with him on the journey to the newness of life one that will involve self-sacrifice of their self-interest. But they spend the time trying to decide who is the greatest and how to be the greatest. Jesus calls them and calls us to a different ideology, one that is not only found when we see that the common bond in the reign of God is by being the least, That doesn't mean being a nobody, but in being a somebody, like everybody else, being the open, dependent, wonder-filled child of God. This is the wisdom of the journey, the journey that leads them and us with him, to that moment of truth that only God can and will provide for a new heaven and a new earth through the sacrifice of the cross and the astonishing power of resurrection. If we then, who are also sojourners with the Christ, know how to hold sacred the fruits of the earth, the sacredness of each other, and the vision of a new home for all, then then we will truly be the wisdom keepers for future generations.